Welcome to Hymology on the Gospel Radio Network, a program sponsored by the Mars Hill Church of Christ, located at 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. You may contact us by phone at 615-203-3637. If you would like more information about our congregation or this program, you may visit our website at www.marshillcoc.org. We invite you to join us every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on TGRN.org. And now, here is your host, Brother Kyle Webb. Welcome to our program. My name is Kyle Webb. I serve as the minister for the Mars Hill Church of Christ that meets in Christiana, Tennessee. And we are happy that you have joined us today. Today we begin a brand new program. In the past, you have probably heard me on According to the Scriptures, a program that we have sponsored for the last few years. However, at the suggestion of a friend, I've decided to take this program in a different direction to give it a particular theme and study. And that is what we are going to be doing uh, for the foreseeable future. I've chosen hymnology, a study of the hymns and songs that we sing in our worship services. Sometimes we we sing these songs, and and I would actually say many times maybe that that we do not pay attention to the words that we are singing or or we do not completely understand the messages of these songs. And I want us to spend our time together studying the reason that we sing, studying the songs that we sing, and trying to, to get a good grasp on what God really wants of us when we sing. And so the idea is for the, the next few weeks to to spend each lesson to spend our time together on one song that we sing to focus on its meaning, to focus on its authors and and the, the time and setting in which the songs were written to try to have a good understanding uh, of the songs so that the next time that we sing them, we can sing them with a, a renewed spirit in a way. And so I want us to do that, but I want us to to start by introducing the program. And let's start by asking a question today. Why study hymns and songs? Why would I I see this to be important? So there are some that I have spoken to that I I can tell they, they just don't enjoy singing in the way that I do. I had a really good upbringing and really good influence as far as singing is concerned. My grandfather loved to sing and he instilled in me, he taught me also to love singing. 
And so it is something that I have enjoyed for most of my life for that reason. And I want to share that with you. I want you to enjoy singing. I want you to to see the the beauty in what God has given us and and what God wants us to do in our worship. And so as I look at hymns and songs, as I look at congregational singing, it's one of the greatest things that that I can imagine. Hymns and songs are are an integral part of our worship. As we look at scripture, we understand that singing is commanded of God, thus the use of songs and hymns. Look with me at Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Singing is not just a suggestion from God, but it is something that is commanded of each of us. It is commanded through the teachings of the apostles who were given the great commission to carry the gospel into all the world to teach the world what they had been taught. Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20. And so in doing that, in carrying the gospel to the world, they teach us the importance of singing. Paul is the, the, the writer of Colossians. However, we, we also know that he was inspired of the Spirit in writing these things. And by inspiration, he teaches us that singing draw us, draws us nearer to God. Singing draws us nearer to God. And we also understand that, that the hymns and the songs that we sing, these are an expression of how we feel toward him. A direct response to our faith. They are a teaching tool, a form of encouragement. Look at what he says here in Colossians 3 and verse 16. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. As we admonish one another, as we encourage one another, we are also, in a sense, encouraging ourselves. Have you ever been encouraged by a song? Maybe you have used singing to encourage yourself in a way. Often uh, I've been known to sing in private to myself. And there, there's a sense of, of encouragement involved in that. And most of the time when I, I find myself singing to myself, it's a gospel song. 
It's a hymn of some sort that we sing in our worship, which shows the the importance of that. Not just to my life, but, but also to the lives of others. Has a song ever lifted your spirits when you were low? I'm sure that it has. And so we find that that it is a tool. It is an encouragement. It is a form of encouragement. And we we teach each other through the words that we sing as well. The songs that we sing influence the way that we live. They influence the way that we live in particularly for Christ. These songs and hymns are, are remembered more so than any sermon, and that's coming from a preacher. You see, I realize, I realize that, that the sermons that I preach on a weekly basis, they're going to quickly be forgotten. However, I realize that the songs that we sing over and over and over again, week in and week out, will be remembered for a lifetime. Even when many have strayed away from the faith, they may remember a song that they sang in their youth, a song that was encouraging to them, a song that they have committed to memory, maybe maybe not even consciously. God knew what he was doing when commanding us to sing. He knew how that would affect our lives more so than we realize even today. Let's turn our attention to the words of the songs and our understanding of them. It is important that we understand the words that we are singing in worship. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 15. Again, Paul writing these things. By inspiration of the Spirit. He says this. What is the conclusion then? Speaking of worship and and speaking of, of the idea that some have toward worship. I will pray with the Spirit. And I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit. And I will also sing with the understanding. It is important when we sing to sing number one with the spirit. And that's not talking about uh, here in this context. It's not talking about singing with the Holy Spirit necessarily. It, it is talking about our inward spirit, singing with spirit. You know, we can have spirited singing and we should be spirited in our singing. And that comes from uh, the feeling within us. Sing with the spirit. I will also sing with the understanding. Not only are we to sing with spirit within us, but we are to sing with understanding. We are to understand the meanings of the songs that we sing. And each song has its own meaning. And, and as we study these songs going forward, I want us to focus 
on the meanings, the, the way that they were written and, and what they were meant to encourage within us. It's important that we understand them because if we do not understand what we are singing, how are we to really know what we are singing? How are we to know what we are doing to encourage one another? How do we know it's an encouragement to someone? We need to be very careful also of the meanings of songs because even songs in our songbooks, as a matter of fact, most of the songbooks that I have seen that we use within uh, our, our brotherhood, the brotherhood of the, the churches of Christ, most of the songbooks that we use have some song in them, at least one, that maybe is not completely scriptural. Maybe the songs that we are singing are not founded in scripture. They may be founded in the idea of denominationalism. We need to be very careful that what we sing is according to scripture. As a matter of fact, the book that we use at the Mars Hill Congregation, when it was written, it was written with that idea in mind. It was put together making sure that what we sing is scriptural. And some of the words have been changed for that reason. But we need to be very careful that we understand the meanings of the songs, the meanings of the words that we sing. We are to understand and we are to be aware. Again, making sure that what we sing is true by biblical standards. To understand what and why we are singing, to understand uh, how this is a, an expression of our love and gratitude toward God. We need to be very careful of what we are singing to God. Make sure, uh, again, that it is right. So we have to understand in order to do all of that. I will sing with the spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Now, why is it important? Why is this subject of such great importance? It is, first of all, important that we sing. And I know some that, again, I think I mentioned it, that that don't enjoy singing in the church as much as I do. That they don't really enjoy it at all. But it is important that we sing. It's important that we have a desire within us to sing. But why is it so important? It is important because God desires it. And we desire to please him where we should. We desire to please God in all that we do. And singing in the worship service is pleasing to him. And because it is pleasing to him, that makes it of the utmost importance to me. 
while it is a sacrifice of praise, it serves to benefit us more to participate in the worship service more than we may ever realize. It benefits me to sing. And again, going back to the idea that that we carry this with us even beyond the worship service and into our daily lives, we may sing a song and be encouraged by it. It benefits me more to participate in the worship service. It's not just doing it because I have to do it, but it is doing it because I want to do it. And because I want to do it, it also serves to benefit my spiritual growth. I will grow into spiritual maturity, partly because of singing and my enjoyment of singing in the worship service. And I hope that's the idea that we have each and every time we come together and worship God. That as we we sing these songs, that we are expressing to him our love for him. That we are understanding every word, that we are applying them to our lives, and, and that we are maturing because of these things. That we benefit from what God has commanded us to do. It is so important, uh, again, more important than we would ever uh, may ever realize. I have a poem that I found in, in my files that, that I want to share with you. And, and this will be the, the, the lesson, but I hope that it also is something that uh, applies to our lessons going forward, that it serves to encourage us as we sing. The poem is titled, Every Word We Sing, and it is written by Wilma Morris. We teach and admonish each other, and to God we give the praise. When we sing as we are commanded, as we our voices raise, We sing how Jesus paid it all. Our all to him we owe. Do we truly think about the price he paid so long ago? We sing all to Jesus I surrender and know he is the way. Do we forget our promise as we walk from day to day? What a friend we have in Jesus. We sing and know it's true. Do we trust in him completely and desire his will to do? To God be the glory we often sing. But do we long to understand the greatness of his being? Do we seek his promised land? Dear Father, may we be faithful. As we our praises bring, may we always give attention to every word we sing. I look forward to sharing these lessons with you. And I hope that you too will look forward to them and that you will join me 
each Tuesday at 11 a.m. as we study these hymns and songs and their application to scripture and to our spiritual life. I look forward to being with you next week, Lord willing. Until we meet again, may God bless you.